movie. I mean, Quentin hadn't been able to do it at all this year. This is the first. Plus, uh, it's just yeah. timely <laughs> because of what's going on. How you been doing, Quentin? I've been hanging in there with all the uh, home seclusion and, and solitude and things like that that uh, I've been trying to find the best of uh, so or the best out of. So uh, it's been it's been challenging, but it's been fun. We're, we're healthy. We're good. And we're watching movies. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we're doing over here. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, crazy um, with everything that's going on, you know, um, and it's it's funny how it's not funny, like ha ha funny, but ironic funny how uh, like this virus started in like like somewhere in China and uh-huh. just spread from there all the way to even here in Bowling Green, like how it's kind of touched everything, you know, it's, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's one of the well, it's the first time ever. Uh, in my life um, time. And it's one of those things where we all of a sudden have something that will connect us all, like everybody around the world, you know? So if you go visit, you know, um, Africa, uh, you could say, Hey man, geez, remember that pandemic, you know, you remember uh, uh, COVID-19. So it's, it's on one hand, it's very, it's very terrible, but on the, on, on another hand, it kind of connects us all, as humans, we can all kind of relate to something around the world. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting time. I agree. I agree. It is. And uh, and so uh, the movie that we chose today is a movie that's on Netflix called The Platform. It came out in 2019. Um, and I'm going to give you the synopsis real quick uh, from uh, IMDb. I like IMDb synopsis. A little bit better than like what's on Google. I feel like Google reveals too much. <laughs> but oh, okay. Mm. Uh, it says this: um, a vertical prison with one cell per level, two people per cell, one only food uh, platform, two minutes per day to feed from uh, up up to down, an endless nightmare trapped in the hole. It's not. I don't know. It wasn't the best. But it's see where they're going going with it. Uh, Just for uh, I'll go ahead and read what Google's uh, little synopsis is. In the future, prisoners housed in vertical cells watch as inmates in the upper cells are fed while those below starve. Yep, that's what I see in front of me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Give can you give them the uh, the having ratings the ratings that it has right now. Okay, so I I have three ratings in front of me, and it's IMDb, which is a 7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 83%, uh, which is actually pretty high. I didn't think it was going to be that high. but um, And then Metacritic is 73%. That's what hmm. I kind of thought it would be at, at about 70 or so. Um, but, yeah, that's and it. To dig into that uh, Rotten Tomato score, uh, it's actually certified fresh on the tomato meter with 83%. And then the audience score is still sitting at around 73%. So you're right on that aspect that the audience score is kind of very like what this Metacritic score is, you know. So audience uh-huh. hasn't been as perceptive maybe as the yeah. – um, uh, receptive maybe is the term I'm looking for as the um, mm. critics as. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I could see, you know, um, overall, I thought about the movie and I, it definitely draws you in from the beginning. Um, so it did a really good job of kind of drawing you in and, and, you know, you kind of have these two characters that you're pretty interested in. Um, so I can see that, that initial rush and then just the idea of, you know, only having, uh, two minutes to feed and, and it's all about, you know, who's going to get what and how much do you eat? And you, you're just hoping you're not on that bottom floor, you know, that mm. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. That- so it's, it, it was pretty um, interesting to, to sort of draw you in. Um, so I can see why people were kind of taken to this movie a little bit. Um, so uh, our main character is a guy named Gorig. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce the people's real names. Uh, I do good to pronounce their character names. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but mm-hmm. Gorg is a guy that um, uh, essentially he's in there with, like, the way that I first thought he was in there for, it was just, I thought that he was, like, maybe like an agent that was sent in there to, um, like, uncover something, you know. Uh, that's what I was thinking at first, but then like kind of find out that some people go to prison just to work off debts or anything like things like that, just to get things after they finish with their terms. Uh, and so he's doing it so that he, he can earn a degree in school, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, so and he chooses uh, to go to prison with him, uh, a book of Don Quixote Um and uh, his cellmate, I believe his cellmate would be Tromagaski. Uh, Tromagaski. Yeah, I think that's it. It was like Tromagaski or something like that. Gaski. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's like the like an older man that um, you know he chooses his item to go to prison, and everybody else chooses items like this. Like he chooses like this, essentially like a Ginsu knife. You know, yeah. <laughs> when those through cut through metal cut through anything uh uh-huh. yeah sharp knife and uh you know you see that and we've seen that later on like when we get to see other people's cells the other people have chosen like crazy stuff like whether it's guns or ropes or you know uh yeah at a thing of cash which that does you no good i don't know what why you have that you know right right I, you know, I, and um, I was thinking of just the uh, the the metaphor of that, of of you know we have these things that we think are very important, but really they're they're not. Um, you know, when it when it boils down to just survival and what we absolutely need. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the man with the book, the main character, I think he. He, he probably took the most, uh, I guess, sane thing out of the things that we had seen um, because it allows for him to just kind of rely on himself to entertain himself, that kind of thing. But 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 regardless of what it was, it was more of, to me, it was just more of that, you know, what do you think is important in your life? And then uh, we'll show you that it's not really that important, mm-hmm. um, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and just to kind of break down the scenario of so mm-hmm. these two guys they wake up in prison. Uh, the our our guy uh, Gorig, Gorig, 
he is the new he's the newbie he's just now fresh into prison and uh and uh Trimagasi he is the guy that's been in there for years he's a veteran you know he's like an old timer that's been in prison knows how the game is played you know and uh, yeah. uh and uh and they wake up in this concrete type of cell that has a big hole through the floor and through the ceiling uh, and two and their beds on the opposite sides of the room. I assume there's a toilet. I believe there was a toilet and there was, a, um, you know, sink. In like the, a sink. In the yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not, that's all the room has, you know. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and then like, uh, you know, all of a sudden, uh, a platform comes through the from the uh, from above, and that platform has from what we see at first looks like scraps. It looks like you still see some food, but it looks mainly like scraps and picked over pieces. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and the guy uh, Tremagasi starts like chowing down, like just like you know chowing down, the, and the other guy's like he grabs an apple. He's like, well, I'll just eat this later. You know, and uh, yeah, and the and the older guys looking at him like, man, you crazy, you need to eat. You know, um, yeah, and you don't really at first you don't really think about it because you're, kind of, in my opinion, I don't know about you, Quinn, but I felt like I was in the shoes of Goring at first. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to eat these scraps. Right, would have ate on it, and you know, you know, everybody else had touched on it, and you know, stepped on it, whatever else. I'm like, no. But then, like, when you see how it really can get in there, you will be thankful for those scraps. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I, I think you are right on. When I first saw it, I was thinking, yeah, I'm more like Gorick, uh, Gorink, that I would not have touched that food. But, um, you know, here's another cool play on the psyche. And, and you know, I'm thinking of things like Maslow and, and and uh just basic needs of people and that if if food is is not you know um satisfied the need for food and hunger is not satisfied you will eventually do whatever to get food and so as he became of course more hungry um he would be like any other human he would be you know, a person who says, all right, forget it. I got to eat something. It's almost like that thing when I hear people say, well, my kids won't eat peas or my kids won't eat greens or whatever. And I'm thinking, well, if they're hungry enough, they'll eat it, you know? Uh, And so it's one of those things where to me, I kind of was just thinking about that, that psyche that, yeah, if, if, if you're hungry, if you're hungry enough, you'll eat anything. Mm. Um, So yeah, it was just a matter of time which I thought, yeah, he, he would eat it. And I, it's disgusting for us because we're not in that frame, mind frame. But if we're in that set, in that setting, we would do the same. Yeah. And, uh, and, and also, so we see that uh, like from the time, because it's like a month, you spend a whole month on whatever level you are. And then after that yeah. month, they put you to sleep and wake you up on a different level. Now your level could be higher or your level could be lower. I think they wake up at the 40th level. I think the fir- initial level is around level 40 or something like that. Just a nice, yeah, nice, yeah. comfortable level where there's still food yeah. on the platform. 
you know, it's um, and then mm-hmm. uh, but after that, they wake up on like level two thirty three or something like that. <laughs> they were, yeah, where there's like absolutely nothing but empty plates at that point, and uh, and yeah. so uh, and the and the camaraderie and the friendship that he builds throughout that whole month of being on the level with uh, with um, Primagasi. They built like a rapport and they was really friendly to one another at one point, you know, reading Don Quixote yeah. to each other and, you know, just having a good relationship. Like they are friends, it seems like. But then once they, yeah. once they was put to sleep and they wake up on a, a level that is more critical for their well-being, because, you know, in that next level, there's no food left on the platform. And, and there's still levels to go after that level. <laughs> so right. there's no food left for them. Imagine what the people underneath them are yeah and um and uh and so uh Trimagasi is like hey man and so i guess he woke up before him and he tied him to his bed remember that scene uh-huh yep yep and he was like hey i know we're friends uh but uh i'm gonna have to eat you don't worry i'll let you i'll feed i'll feed you to you too so that you will you will survive and maybe after this we can wake up on a better level and we can keep it going you know whatever yeah, but um, yeah, so it's, many, it's, so it many, very terrifying. Yeah, so many messages, so many metaphors in that um that whole scene in that scenario, um, and all throughout the movie, I just saw nothing but metaphors of life. Um, uh, when even when he starts off saying there are only three kinds of people in the world: people above, people below, and the ones that fall. Um, mm. and it's like you have your rich and elite people but you also have these super poor people and then you have people who may be people who are trying to do well or do right or they're just trying to make it but they can't handle it so they fall they they you know they they commit suicide they 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 bail out they you know lose their identity completely but anyway um so back to your that scene that you're talking about yeah to me it was more like this idea that you can have friends but are they really your friends and you can have um, associates, but do you, can you really trust them? And when things are going well, like when teams win or people are winning, everybody is okay, cool, you know, and they're cool with each other. But when things are going bad, then they turn on you. And so it's like if things got really bad, would you be my friend? And the answer is no. Um, I will look out. I will look out and af- and after myself. I would look mm. out for and I would look out after myself. So it was to me, it was just more of one of those analogies or metaphors that that uh, people uh, people really are, you know, selfish and greedy. And, mm. and that and that down to the core, if if tested and tempted, we will display it. And 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 uh, yeah, and and that's what I saw throughout the movie. It's a, it's a really cool, like I said, I'll, I'll hit on some other metaphors as we continue to talk. I don't want to give you all at once. I'll be talking yeah. about it. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Uh, yeah, I noticed that uh, it's very allegorical. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff is uh, very filled with allegory. Uh, yep. Uh, some some um, some Plato type of allegory uh, in a lot of sets in this, in this film. Um, and, and one thing that I noticed in watching this movie and seeing what's going on today with this pandemic is um, 
like, for instance, how people go to grocery stores and buy up all the toilet paper and things like that and not leaving, you know, there's probably enough toilet paper for everyone. Yeah. But by, by hoarding the toilet papers and hoarding the ramen noodles and hoarding, you know, cleaning supplies and everything like that, what you do is create um, a void where um, there isn't enough for others and then it becomes even more drastic of of times, you know, yes. and, 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 yeah, and on great. this platform, we realized that, um, there's enough, literally there's enough food for everyone that's in the prison. Yeah. If, if everyone eats what they were, what, what they said that they wanted when they first went to being enrolled and putting in prison, because they got enough food on the platform for every single prisoner. But what happens is, uh, um, being pious, goes out the window when you're mm-hmm. hungry and yeah. then um and if you started out say on the 30 300th level or whatever with no food and then you go to sleep and you wake up and you're on like level one or two you know what i mean and you yeah. get this big smorgasbord in front of you in your mind you're not going to share because you haven't been privy to living in a culture society you know what i'm saying oh you haven't yeah been privy to living in a in a society at that point where manners will make you okay, let me just eat this and leave this or whatever. You gotta gorge yourself, and you know it's two minutes and it's gone, and That's so right. you're gonna gorge yourself. And so I thought that there was a, a lot of a lot of really deep allegory and deep metaphors to this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that and and that that whole gluttony um, as one of the sins supposedly um and that whole complete selfishness you know and freud even freud even talked about how if man was given complete free will um he would be um destructive he would be animalistic he would be out of control so it's it's like yeah you in our society if if you were given this this realm to just do whatever you want because you have everything you would be probably a pretty nasty person um and and you would try to get as much as you can so so you know when you have people like on wall street and all these millionaires and billionaires still trying to make deals to make more money at the expense of people you know you're like don't you have enough money and it's like no, and so when you are at that top floor in this whole in this um, hotel, or yeah, um, you you're like that billionaire. It's like you become like that. Where yeah, I can eat, and I can eat I can eat my fill, but I'm going to eat more, and I'm going to eat as much as I can. I'm going to really gorge myself, and then because I can't eat as much as I would love to, even at that point. Um, I'm going to make sure I, you don't eat that well. Mm. So I'm going to, I'm going to pee on your food. I'm going to spit on your food. I'm going to walk in your food because I can't even have it. I mean, because I can't have it all. I hate to even give scraps to you. Mm. So when I, so when I see people, you know, here in our society, even, you know, rich people, they don't want to give anything back. No, they don't want to pay more taxes because they make more. They want you to pay more. And you don't have as much, you know, so it's, it's, oh, it's, it's so um, analogous with 
our society and um yeah yeah it's, it's 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 a deep movie when you yeah. look at it like that and and you know it's it's almost like poetry it's all about how you look at it and ev- and everybody's interpretation is correct based on their mind and their eyes so in my mind that's what i saw with that very 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 cool sort of um juxtaposition that i went through with uh you know comparing our our situation with with theirs yeah absolutely and and it's very um you see um a lot of things between like capitalism versus socialism as well in this movie as far as like you know the capitalist mindset is uh we at the top like you said before you know we are gonna gorge ourselves on all this food and then we're gonna ruin it for you you know because we're on top and you're on the bottom and uh and and everyone has that mindset because uh even Trimagasi uh says uh uh yeah I spit on he says because he spit on the food and then um he, he the other guy was like well hey man why did you do that he says because I'm up here and they're down there he says well do you not think that the people above you spit on your food he says of course they did but you know because they're on top they can't do that there's nothing I can do and then, uh, but them, I'm, yeah. I'm on top of these people beneath me, so I can I can be as ugly as I want to them, you know. Even yeah. though every month that's going to change, so the people that you crapped on or or messed with the food, they're good. There's a good chance that next month they'll be above you, <laughs> you know. Yep, yep. So you better get yours in now, and you better do it. Yeah, yeah. That was that that idea, man. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was tough, and. You have Goring's character who comes in naive at first, and he comes in with that good spirit, almost like a child that comes into the world, and they don't know better, so they know to to sort of help each other, you know, mm-hmm. and to and so he's trying to be the noble. Well, we you know maybe we can share, and maybe we can have our rations, and maybe we can just communicate to people to be nice. And it's like, you know, no, that that's not going to work, my man. And so you, you kind of get this experience again with psych and other fields, I'm sure, but of this learned uh, helplessness or hopelessness mm-hmm. where you first try to make things happen, but because you keep failing, you eventually figure out that it's hopeless and helpless. And then you, you either collapse, like you fall, like those people who jump, or you kind of change your whole way of being and you become like angry or hard Mm. and that's what that's what goring had to do he had to become hard and you saw his transition because or um you saw his transition to that because when uh other people came like the lady with the dog Mm -hmm. he he was saying you know you know what are you you know you're ridiculous trying to trying to ration out these other people's food and, and and try to preach sharing that's not going to work and then he yelled at the people and you know threatened them and you that said, I'm kinda, crap i crap on your food if you, yeah if you, you know. don't do what this lady says yeah so i mean even so even that little metaphor or, tra- or that yeah that metaphor of of um uh night uh, kindness sometimes can't and 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 what else? Kindness and 
and sensibility doesn't outrule uh, ignorance and violence and, and anger um, when it's not in a large amount, right? When it's not large enough, mm -hmm. it, will, it will not work. So, so yeah, so that was a, that was a transition and a thing that was kind of another message in the movie. Um, and, yeah. You know, and you also uh, with uh, Goring, um, we also saw, as you said, that uh, his transformation, because like you said, his very, uh, uh, his very, uh, was whim not whimsical, but his, I would say that uh, he had a sense of naivete, you know, when it came yeah. to, uh, just who he was, like, like not seeing the type of scenario in which he's in, and yeah. and and even then, it was it came felt like a buddy buddy movie when he was in that level with his uh, cellmate Trimagasi, but it 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 really turned into horror. Uh, well, we've seen somebody fall, you know, before that we've seen yeah. somebody fall, but uh, but uh, but really, it turned into horror when um they went to the other section. And he's chained to the bed. He's shackled to the bed, essentially, and um, and he realized that this guy's gonna. He's this guy's keeping him alive to let his meat get better, and the and his defenses down so that he can start eating them. You know, it's a scary yeah. thought to have that this guy that you know. And he says, "I'm not looking at you as a human. I'm looking at you as uh some meat, some food." You know that you know. I'm looking at you as uh, something that I really like to eat, and I can't wait till it gets finished. You know, uh, I think yeah. you even called him a bunny or something like that. You know, um, yeah. And so it's crazy. And also, we got to talk about real quick. Uh, we noticed that in when on the level that they were at prior to that, like the 40th something level, that there was a young lady. That uh, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you uh, mentioned her real quick and talk about her. Okay, just that um, I thought that was a good um, sort of subplot to throw in that this this lady that travels on this platform looking for supposedly her uh, he thought it was her son. I think Tribagasi or whatever his name was. I think he said her child, mm -hmm. and I think the man uh, Goring just assumed it was a son. I'm not sure, but anyway, she's looking for her child, and she's. You know, you, you don't really know too much about her because she doesn't speak. Um, but she's traveling on the platform in search of this child. And so is she a friend? Is she a foe? But you soon sort of come to see that she um, is, a, is a friend only to the ones that really see her, maybe for what she's trying to do and who she is. And Goring is one that sees her. And... Mm -hmm. and it's it's that idea of once you see me, uh, you know I find res you you f I find you as a person I see right because mm. of the of the respect that you're showing me, and so they they develop this bond, but it's not really it's not really obvious, but it kind of is when she comes to his defense, but it's still kind of like um, they're not really bonded, but. They have some sort of connection. They have some anyway. sort of familiar, uh, like with one another. Like you said, is a connection because with the uh, with her sitting on the table, and when he first is introduced to her, you know he he wants to check on her well being if she's okay, and he's being gentle towards her. 
you know, and he, she stands, yeah. she's standoffish at first. She's very feral, like a feral yeah. type of person. But then she realized that he isn't a threat to her, that he's not trying to threaten her or anything. And he even right. yells at the people below her, hey, get off of her, leave her alone, you know, things like that. And um, so, yeah, that kind of, kind of comes back to play. I'm sorry, continue. Well, and then I was going to say, and then you have this backstory with the other female character who kind of tells us the this lady on the platform's history. And then it's it's a matter of do you believe, you know, what this lady is telling you about this this young woman that's traveling on the on the platform, um, you know, or do you or do you believe, you know, Trebagasi who has been there for a year living with her basically and, and witnessing at least a year. Um, and so that, that plays on you. Like, is this woman crazy who's traveling on the platform? Is that really her child? You know, uh, is she, or I should say, is she really searching for a child, um, her child, or is she just some sort of actress wannabe who volunteered to come here for whatever reasons. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so um, I like that idea that, you know, here's this person. We she's pretty mysterious. Uh, she helps him at one time. He helps her, and but she's constantly traveling like a drifter. And to me, again, with these metaphors, I look at it as, you know, here's the here's the truth that's kind of coming down this platform. Uh, and the truth is, uh, in my opinion, sometimes very violent and hard to accept. Mm-hmm. but also uh, is the, is the truth. This is, this is what you have to seek. This is what you have to become. So he had to become like her, which is part, you know, monster like, but also part still human because she's in search for her child. He's in search with this man that he later joins um, for his freedom and the freedom of others and, and, and sacrifice and things like that. So, so it's like, you know, she's coming with this truth, this answer, and and this is how you get out of here, get out of here. And he's sort of fighting it, but accepting it, and eventually he accepts and he becomes like her. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, and with that being said, so uh, she, um, and uh, I want to mention this real quick. Uh, I noticed that one time he had a bad dream uh, that he woke up on the next level and his new cellmate was this woman. Uh, Maharu, I think it's yeah. her name, Maharu, and she, uh, and she, uh, in in this dream, she comes straight towards him with a knife, about to kill him because now you're in my cell and you're, uh, you are uh, what's keeping me from getting to the next level or getting to where where this child is. Um, so he, so I think in this dream he has a nightmare that he, he really can't really trust anyone, you know, you yeah. know, even though. She, uh, he, uh, she is gentle towards him when, like his cellmate prior, you know, cellmate was trying to eat him, like literally carving off his leg, you know, which is is very sickening scene, uh, and um, and uh, his cellmate was uh, then she came up and killed the cellmate, killed Trim, uh, Trim and took yeah. the uh, but then start eating off of Trimagasi. And feeding Tremagasi to uh, Goring, you know, so yeah. he will eat. And so 
now also by eating him, he felt, and I noticed this, that he has uh, uh, Tremagasi kind of access his uh, id or, or yeah. you know, or, or, or his, uh, his, his mental, um, yeah, his, uh, um, um, you know, uh, his, his part of his conscious. Yeah, maybe his uh, conscious. Like, like the, the yeah. part of his conscious that allows him to be as monstrous as he possibly can. Because uh, he, he was like, oh, you've eaten me. I'm now part of you. He's like, hey, go ahead and go ahead and eat a little bit more of me. We want you to survive. We want you to eat. That's right. You're doing good. I'm delicious. You know, eat me, eat me, you know. Um, yeah. And so that's how he is. And then, like, later on, when uh, he encounters his next roommate, uh, Emma, Emma Geary, uh, she is the woman with the dog. Um, and something happens to her as we're going to discuss um we find out that she's like she's saying the same things pretty much eat me but she's saying it more from a level of uh you are our only hope to create uh fix the system i want you to survive so this is all in his mind you know in his mind he's having these two ideas there's uh you know colliding one is eat to survive so you can get out of here and you will d- do whatever. And this one is no, no, eat and help change your system though. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, um, I mean, you can, you, you kind of wrap that, that up well. I mean, that, as far as the uh, Maharu character, see, I thought that dream was signifying again, and it's because I was stuck on that. She's the answer. She's the truth. She's part of showing you what you need to become, what you, how you have to become. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be violent. You have to meet this with violence, even though you have to keep a sense of, again, your compassion and humanity and things like that in you. But when he was afraid of her in that nightmare, I thought it was just that idea of we are afraid of the truth. Because we don't know the truth doesn't care about you or me. Hmm. The truth is the truth is the truth. So if it hurts you, it's going to hurt you, and you have nothing that you can you can do about it. That's your that's the that's the side effect of dealing with the truth. Hmm. Um, but it's so he he doesn't he doesn't know what it's going to do. So that makes sense. <laughs> so that's what. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so, and, and so her eating that guy and defending him and all that stuff um, and then feeding him and things like that, that is part of that compassion. That is part of the, the truth that's saying, you know, um, this person shouldn't do this. This person shouldn't be this way. Mm-hmm. You, you trusted him and blah, blah, blah. But here's your chance to now learn from this and don't get yourself in this situation again. And so he had to change himself, right, and and become a little bit more defensive and hard because he was too he was too soft, he was too naive. Yeah, it makes sense. And and so, but anyway, now I gave you my truth. Now I'm continuing. I'm gone. I see you. Um, and so anyway, uh, so that's how I saw that dream and that that whole part of that. And then the second character, the female character that you brought in, um, is it Imagery? Ma- yeah, that's the way I'm pronouncing it, Imagery. Okay. Yeah. And, and so you, you wrapped that up perfectly. And I, I kind of agreed with how you saw her character and her role. Um, she was an idealist. She was just, 
Yeah. Yeah. She was an idealist and um, also had some issues, you know, um, also had some problems with the cancer and her background and things like that. So it was a sad story. Um, but anyway, uh, they, they kind of had their little thing and I agree with the way and how you, uh, sort of interpret it, why she sacrificed herself, um, to him. And so it was like, yeah, he was the, he was sort of the savior. And so she was making that sacrifice for him. Uh, but anyway, uh, the other character that came in later is that Baharat. And I liked his character. <laughs> is that the, is that the brother? Well, I should, I should say I like the character. Huh? What's that? Is it Barra? Is that is that the uh, the brother? Yeah, that was that was the brother that came in and was hoping to talk some sense in the people uh, above to help. Yeah, uh, we, uh, I like how uh, before I get to him, before we get to him, real quick, uh, just uh, uh-huh. real quick, um, uh, I want to counter counter the uh, dream. Uh, I like what you said oh, about okay. the dream yes. with yes. uh, Maharu. Because uh, he had yes. two different dreams of Moharu, a nightmare and then a romantic dream. And then he had a pleasure yeah. one. Yeah. And so yeah. maybe that was him <laughs> giving in to the monster, if you will, in order, like, you know, enticing that idea of giving in to the danger to, uh, that you have to be in order to survive this place. Not being afraid of it, okay. but giving into it and letting it kind of. Okay seduce you into where because you know it's, it's like that old saying of you can't marry someone that's sick hoping to get them well uh without getting sick yourself you know uh it's like, oh, okay yeah 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 so yeah. so he he by being in this place from from day one that he's in here till like that moment where um he uh he wakes up in the cell next to um in Magori, uh, he becomes a totally different person because he went through totally different experiences uh, at that point. Yeah. Now he is in the in the setting, almost of the setting that um, Trimagasi is in, in a sense of he's a more hardened, realistic person, but he's not as because uh, Trimagasi uh, got rid of his humanity. He abandoned his right. humanity to become that monster where he is holding on to his humanity and to become a gentle monster. Um, but, but okay. yeah, but yeah, he told her, he's like, Hey, you know, it's foolish to bring a dog into here. A dog is not going to survive in this place. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, well, that dog's going to die. <laughs> That's my first thought. Uh, I'm like, well, they're going to eat each other. They definitely eat this dog. But, uh, Oh yeah. And, and, yeah. and as you can see later on, whenever, um, and McGarry, she falls, you know, down there, and uh, she's injured, and they say rescue her, um, and um, and when she gets a little bit better, first thing she eats is the dog. <laughs> yeah, she eats the dog yeah. up, man. Uh, and uh, and at that point, um, and McGarry doesn't want to really go on either, because she just, you know, she realized she made a mistake being in this prison. Uh, this wasn't the answer for. Her. Um, and, um, but yeah, now, uh, after she dies and she sacrificed herself for him, uh, the next level that he wakes up on is probably the best level he could possibly wake up on. I think it's on level six. Uh, yeah. well, he's, that's not the best, but it is pretty dang on good. Cause the food is <laughs> mostly intact. Uh, you can yeah, see lobster, yeah. you can see, you know, a little bit of everything on that table. 
Um, and yeah. uh, you said we're talking about now uh, Baharat. Um, and, uh-huh. and, and also with this character, we noticed that there is still uh, there's still racism. Even in this situation, oh, yeah. even in this yeah. scenario, there is they, they, they pointed out specifically that he's black. Um, yeah. And that's what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I think I think racism would be alive in a place like that only because I think people turn to racism when there's a scarcity and 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 things mm. So like if there's an abundance for if there's if there's an abundant or ample and uh, um, you know cornucopia of food for everyone, then I think racism goes out the door. Mm. Like so if if everyone had all the things they needed, they would not like I mean you know around the planet. I think racism would go out the door. I, I think it stays li- alive because we are always fighting for being on the top level and we're always fighting for having more than others. So if we're competing though, at a very, you know, animalistic area of life where it's like, man, dog eat dog. Um, and, and I think I can create a group of people that can help me. I'm going to try to identify differences in others. Mm. So, you know, so I see it and I've seen it all my life when things, when you are competing for something, that's when a lot of racism comes up. Not always, but it's, it's pretty common. Um, like if, you know, people are jockeying for a place on the basketball team and then a white person, you know, makes the team and a black person may say, Oh, he made it because he's the only white guy or he made it because the coach is mm-hmm. white, you know, so it, 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 it turned, you know, um, if somebody wins an award, an Academy Award, and they're black. Uh, they're only giving it to him because he's black. You know that that kind of thing. So it's like, if if we're not competing though, then I think people are a little bit less likely to turn to racism because there's no need to bring it up. Also, if yeah. That makes also, sense. I want to mention that I think that um, people are more prone to be racist uh, when there is a divider between them where they can be racist, you know, like if I'm online and I'm chatting with someone oh, uh, I see and I can, yeah. I can be as racist and as foul as I want to be, or if I'm on the phone with someone <laughs> or, or something like that uh, or something where I know you can't get to me. So, so, uh, so yeah. the people above him, you know, they could be as racist as possible because you, uh, the only way you can give up, get up to me is if, uh, is if I if I, I let, let you, you get up to me, you know, so you can't get to me <laughs> if, if I, I help. Yeah, you, if I help. But you, yeah. seeing that I'm not going to help you, I can be as ugly to you as I want to, and and they they That's literally right. crap on the yeah. guy, you know. Yeah. And and yeah. they ask him, well, who got what? God do you pray to? Who who do you say same as you? You know, and uh and uh he's like <laughs> yeah, and he says thank you, thank you, Jesus, you know. That's and funny. then he he's climbing up there, and then like when he gets halfway up, he's like, hey, give me your hand. I thought for sure that you're gonna drop them and make them fall fall through the platform. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. That's why I was, I was like, I "Come thought. on, brother, don't do it, don't do it, brother." Um, and um, and but they don't. They crap on them, and uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, 
Goring is there to help him. And, um, you know, and, and he's seen in Goring that a guy that is not only they're on the same level, but not only physically, but mentally they're on the same level as far as like, um, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't look down on, um, um, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Baharat. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't look down on him. Or it might be behind. behind. Uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. look at him as less of less of anything. He, as a matter of fact, he says to him that I, I need you in order to do this. I will need you to do this. You know, we, I need you, and yeah. uh, and and gave him gave his life meaning. Um, you know, and so, but yeah, man, it's crazy how racist. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, how 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 it surfaced again with the it, with. With even in this prison, but like I say, yeah, I think that prison actually helped bring it out. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I like their friendship, even though it was, you know, kind of short lived. But I like their friendship. Um, I like his mm-hmm. character, and that he had this respect for elders. Uh, Baha, I, I don't know if it's Baharat or Baharat, yeah, but anyway. Baharat. I think I, I'm not sure, but yeah, he was very respectful to like. Okay. Uh, it looks like senior Brambang. <laughs> um, yeah, so was like that the guy yeah, the, the, in the wheelchair? wheelchair. He's just really respectful yeah, to him, yeah. and, uh, and then he's also yeah. it says that he was very respectful to somebody else that uh, I guess he was a father or something like a, a priest because I thought he had like a little clerical collar. I I know he had a cross in his hand. I thought I'm not sure, but uh, he like he was gonna give him food. And then they said, no, hey, uh, I'm sorry, just because we always get to eat on these levels. Let's ha- have the people on the levels beneath us start to eat, you know. And the guy's like, yeah. like yeah. the guy the guy says, um, he says, but yeah, but this guy, uh, Baharat, was like, well, he saved me once. He, he helped me up on his level. So not everybody is cruel to him. So, like this guy was on the level above him and helped him up to their level before you know um and so yeah, so yeah. he he wasn't cruel to him he was he was a, a nice guy to him but um when it came to eating uh and and getting food i think he kind of cursed him out a little bit he, he, i think he said something to baharat like oh, you're not a christian or it's not too christian of you or something like that i don't know you remember that yeah 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 yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about this, those scenes. Yeah, I mean, because this is this is towards the end. Of, this is like the third act of the movie where, yeah, was... uh, like they decide the only way that they can, because he realizes uh, he takes a note from um, Maharu uh, Gorian. This is what you were speaking about. He took a, a note from her, and it's uh, the only way to get out is not to go up. But to go down, <laughs> you know, and uh, and uh, and he goes mm-hmm. and he says, and it's and it's a crazy idea. Uh, is a it's a crazy task to say, hey, let's go down the platform, and um and then um try to get everybody to not eat something, like try to have some food left over when it goes back up. They want to have some food left over first. I think that's what it was. They want to have food left over when it goes back up, but then um. Uh, then I think that the old man says, "No, that's not what it is," 
It's not that you want to have food left over. Have only one piece of food left. The one piece that they worked on, that they it's perfect, that has not been tampered or touched at all. That is the change. Yeah. And um and and they kind of right. And and that's when they said the ricotto is the is the message or something like that. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. So and again, in my mind, throughout the entire movie. Um, I'm thinking of all the metaphors, so I couldn't stop thinking about them. And and before we leave, give, I want to have maybe two minutes to go over my top three okay. metaphors. But but back to that that whole we got to travel down. To me, you know, I'd heard one quote from I think it was Mar- uh, Marcus mm. Garvey. No, not Marcus Garvey. I'm sorry, it was George Washington Carver, who said, you know, we should like respect the young, uh, the very young, the adolescent, the young adult, the adult, uh, and then the old person and the oldest old, he said, because we're going to be all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you, so you should learn to have compassion for all of them because you will be all of those people. And so the, the whole traveling down every floor to come back up to the top and hopefully get out is the idea to me of you have to understand all of the the walks of life, all of the levels of people before you to before you become completely enlightened as to what the human experience mm-hmm. is about. So then you could be compassionate toward everyone, even the riches of the rich. You know, they are sick, too. It's like, forgive them. They know not what they do. You have to you have to see that like you have to see the the whole spectrum of mm-hmm. humans. Right. And so it's like if you make that journey, though, and it will be tough to go through all of that, then when you get out of it, you will really appreciate all life. And, and you will you will understand that the prison or that hotel, is, all of it is a prison. So the top level is not mm. great. It's still a prison, prison too. But all of it is, you're still in prison. So the, the, way, to get it, the way to really free yourself is to understand that and to be able to come to to relate to all um, people, and so, you know, so yeah, so that's that's what I was. I thought that was great that you had to travel all the way down uh, and come all the way back up, and that was yeah. My- I, I want to uh, mention something too. Uh, also, um, with uh-huh. that being said, um, uh, uh, you mentioned something, and I want to touch on it real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's true. Okay. It's like no matter what level you are in, even though you eat better on say first, second to the uh, uh, one to six or whatever, you eat better. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're eating but good. But nevertheless, you're still <laughs> in prison. It doesn't, it doesn't change yeah, the fact good. that you're in prison. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of like the, um, it's kind of like that, uh, uh, that test where uh, I think, I, I, can't, I can't recall it all the way, but it's something where they experiment with rats and they have rats, some rats on the some rats on the inside of the of the trap uh, of the maze get the plenty of, uh, like get plenty of food and things like that. Uh, somewhere they got plenty of the, the cheese or whatever, you know, and like like plenty of it. Uh-huh. And the other ones inside mm-hmm. have to search for it, search for the cheese. And then when they get there, it gets okay. ugly because there's less of it there, and so they have to fight more for it. Uh, so you know, so. 
if you have the more, you don't fight as much because you have plenty. But if you are deeper down into the right. pit of this maze, you're going to have to fight for more survival. And it and becomes that survival of the fittest. It becomes that uh, Darwinism, uh, you know, type of me- mentality. Yeah. But I also, I also want to mention this real quick because it touches on the divine comedy, Dante's Inferno. You know, it touches on uh, that going down into the pit is going deeper, deeper into hell, you know, Um deeper deeper into yeah. like like and and as they get through the different levels on this platform each level is worse and worse it gets to like you know you like and and you yeah. get to see some of the other people that's in prison with you 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 what you don't because you don't really see nobody as as much you might see a couple people peeking their heads out and see some people sitting dangling their legs over the platform but you don't ever, ever actually get to see yeah. your cellmates so you're all in this together, but you're all right. in it in a different, you know, level. Um, and uh, and I and I want to mention one guy, you know, for sure. In one level, there was like that one older guy was like close to dying because he hasn't eaten. He's close to death, and they and they take and feed him some some soup, and then they give the 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 autistic. Yeah, kid, I remember uh, that. Autistic. Yep. I say he has Down syndrome. He, he probably and, yeah, and they, like they give it to him syndrome. and they say to him, uh, "Here, eat this." He says, "Oh, well, thank you, but you know, I'm gonna after I feed this and he dies, I'm gonna eat him, eat that delicious soup that you just poured in his stomach, you know, because because he's his mindset yeah. is yeah. already gone where he's like now, regardless of how much you feed him real food right now, he's looking forward to the treat, yeah. which is to eat this guy as as." That's his reward. That's what right. he's looking forward to. And so that was kind of dope. Yeah. Well, it's not dope, but it's deep. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Um, yeah. Um, and I know we're almost out of time. Yeah, go ahead. You, we we kind of hit. Well, I was going to say we kind of hit on uh, my the third. We're not out of time, of actually. This, uh, the, 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 within the app, it goes, like, it goes up to two hours, but we won't go that far. <laughs> So we're good. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, that, that was the third of the three or that that was number three of the top three sort of metaphors I had of that, of this movie, that idea of, you know, traveling mm-hmm. all the floors and that we are, we're all in prison. We're just asking for, and we're fighting for better prison mm. conditions. And that's what they were. And, and so, and, but if you're completely free, um, you know, of that, of that whole struggle, if you're completely aware of it, and that's how you can become free. Um, but if you're completely aware of it, uh, you're, you're no longer in prison. And so, um, but so that was that one metaphor of the traveling of the, the, the levels. So you can appreciate all the, the different levels and I mean, different people and things like that. And that we're, we're all in prison. We're just fighting for jockeying for position conditions. <laughs> um, yep. They're just jockeying for position. Um, so, all right. So let me see. Um, I know I will. Well, let, let me, let me, let me go into, you were going into the, yeah. the before we go in there kinda, real quick, let me mention real um, quick that throughout this whole thing, okay. what we find out within this movie is, uh, there is a culinary school that's above everything. <laughs> you know, like 
mm-hmm. like Gordon Ramsay type of culinary school where he's teaching these people how to prepare delicious meals, uh, expensive meals, and everything, and they put it on the platform. So I, I wondered if the people within the culinary school even knows what all goes on. There's no way that, because the lady that did the uh, enrollment into the prison didn't know what was going on within the prison. She was she was naive of it. She didn't right. even realize. She said, right. I had no idea that it was like this in here, you know. Um, and so I, yeah. I can only assume that the people in the school have no idea that it's like that in here. Right. Oh, I, yeah, I, I I would assume that, too. Yep. That they they had no clue. Um, yeah. And, and I, I didn't even have time to really think about that metaphor and that analogy in life yet. Um, you know, because they're striving for perfection mm-hmm. up there. Um, but but. Yeah, so I haven't. I I was kind of still stuck a little bit on the on the the whole hotel itself and the sense of the mm-hmm. floors and the people in it. Um, and, and it would take me a, a little bit longer to unpack sort that. of uh, bring into the yeah to to unpack that and bring that into the big picture. Um, so I don't yeah, want to yeah, knee jerk and give a reaction. Uh, somebody, to it. somebody said that this movie but, is but, much like, uh, and I apologize, but somebody said that this movie is much like Snowpiercer. Oh no, that's fine. But vertical, you know. I, I don't know if you ever seen Snowpiercer. Uh, no, I've never a, seen that. They're all on the train, that. and from the back of the train is the poorest, and on the front of the train is the wealthiest, and the front of the train has more food and more uh, resources, and the back of the train struggles for just anything, you know, but the back people on the back of the train kind of okay. fuel, have fuels the train, you know, like, like with like, you know, the work and everything they do have fuel the, keep the train going, but they don't get much recognition for it. You know, so it's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Similar to, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But um, anyway, so toward the end, the answer uh, and only because Aaron, I know I do have to. Yeah, absolutely. To leave here soon, um, but um, but I'm enjoying this for sure. It's it's movies like this, you know. I I like to think about and talk about. And again, it reminds me of poetry, where I remember in one class they said, you know, you shouldn't try to tell someone what the poet what the poem meant. You should just say what it means to you, because it's written for everybody to mm-hmm. interpret in their own way. Uh, so. I th- I saw this movie like that, like it's for any everybody to just interpret um, what this movie means to them. And for some, it's going to be uh, it's crap <laughs> or or it didn't mean anything. It was stupid. And then that's cool, too. Um, but anyway, um, back to this movie and the, the ending, you know, uh, going all the way down, eventually seeing that what they find is that the food or that that. What was the name uh, of that I dish? I think it's the the ricotto or some. Yeah, it was it was the ricotto. Ricotto. Uh, he kept saying, "This is the answer." Uh, that was kind of funny because he was dying to preserve that, and he had to make that little, or he had to say it that became, to himself over and over, so it he became could fight like for a uh, what stuff. they call it uh, a mantra. Yeah, it became a, a mantra. mantra yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that was funny. I mean, it was kind of funny within it. But anyway, they find that it's not the answer. It's actually this child at the end. Now, 
I thought it was very interesting that at the very bottom floor that <laughs> that the floor number was 333. Mm. Um, and they had to make the trip twice. So they had to go down and then back up. So total floors that they would travel or total floors that you would have to travel, I guess, basically, um, is oh, 666. Wow. <laughs> so, you, you, you know, um, the, the, the place is hell. Um, and, and maybe at the bottom of hell, do you find mm. the answer? Uh, now that's, that's, that's again, that's just me in my mind just kind of going like, Oh, that's, that would be cool if that's what, that's what this all is saying that you have to, we're kind of living in our mm. own created hell. Um, you know, hell on earth, uh, and heaven, is not somewhere that you, you know, have to, you know, die to get to. It's, I mean, well, I'll, I'll say it like this. You, you do have to destroy the thing that you are right now in this hell to become a person who lives in heaven. But it's, it's accomplishable in your lifetime, not in the sense that you have to physically completely die from this planet. So, and, and and here's the answer. The answer is holding on to your, your, um, you know, the the innocence of your childhood state, holding on mm. to your clarity that you have as a child, because a child sees the world mm -hmm. pretty clearly. Like they'll they'll call a spade a spade. They'll not talk to a person because they don't like the way they treat them, and they don't they don't learn how to be phony. Right until later in life. They don't learn that, that love and happiness comes mm. from money like we do. They think it comes from just being with friends and being watching with people TV and just having with fun toys, outside yeah. and watching TV and they, and they laugh more than we do. And they, their immune systems are stronger than, we, uh, uh, than mm. ours. All this stuff, right? And so that's the answer. It's like to hold on to that clarity you had as a child and some even some gurus even say only children and mystics see clearly the world. And so hold on to that. And that and here's the here's the future. Here's the truth. Here's the answer. And ride this back up. And this will free you. It will free you from that thinking that all these humans are these adults. Mm -hmm. have. It frees you. So that to me was like, oh, man, that's pretty cool. If that's what. I mean, it, it's what I see it as and how I see it. But it, it's cool if that's what they were thinking. And, you know, I like to imagine that they were thinking some of these things when they were at the uh, storyboard mm -hmm. and creating this and the the, the talks they um, had and things like that. But anyway, yeah, my, so that's how the, I saw, where I saw it is uh, I saw this like so they got to the very three, 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 three. Get, and, and first they thought, well, this is an empty cell. There's nothing here. No one here. Uh, but it stops, so there is someone there because it won't stop if there isn't someone there. And so, uh, and it was just that child hidden underneath the bed. No telling how long the child's been there, and the child has not eaten. I assume the child has not eaten. And I don't know, but the child has out survived everyone, um, you know. And so, uh, right. Finally, they gave the child the the little piece of cake or whatever, the ice cream or whatever. 
and the and the child ate that, and that's the fr- probably the first meal the child had in a long time. Um, but uh, they realized that you know at that by that time you know he's our the uh, his best best friend or you know not his best friend but his best friend at that point you know uh Baharat has already died he died but uh but uh-huh. his, his last dream that he has is a Baharat waking him up saying hey um the child is the answer you know the child is the answer uh, and uh yeah and then like when he wakes up he sees that it wasn't case because Barat has already passed away and um but he realized at that moment yeah. this kid is the answer this is the this is this is the message that needs to make it out of here because um because uh you know the the horrors of this the horrors of the system like that is that it will affect the children most of all um and that and that you know it affects yeah. everyone but it all went it all trickles down to the children, you know what I mean, and affects that affects their innocence, affects mm-hmm, their child, uh-huh. and so um, he uh, so they go down to the lowest platform where you know the whole trays rest, uh, and um, he uh, gets off the platform, and you know, and at this point, I believe that Gory goes off and dies, uh, but he, uh, yeah, but he does. That's what I think. Let too. her to go up, you know. And she goes up, and I assume when she goes all the way up, and the people come to clear the trays and stuff, they realize that there's a child that's been in this prison, and uh, and it's probably going to shut down the whole prison, or maybe cause an investigation or something like that. But mostly, hopefully, the child gets out. Yeah. The child gets to live outside of that prison. Um, but yeah, he needed to. Yeah, but he needed. He only had like a day. He only had like a month left or whatever. But I think that he realized that there's no getting out of prison for him, and and uh, he can't return to society after being in this prison. You can't return to being normal after you've eaten flesh yeah. of human, you know, or you know what I'm saying, or killed somebody, or did yeah. whatever you had to do to survive. It's hard to turn back to normalcy, and that's kind of what we see also whenever people real in reality leave prison they they leave prison without being really truly reformed really truly uh, taught how to live and survive in society they they just say okay you you did your time get out yeah and you get out and you're like well how do i do either you're gonna revert back to crime or might end up dying or something like that or you do try to uh work your way back and and survive and maintain outside of prison but you know it, it, it reminds me of um, Shawshank Redemption with the old man, the the that that got out that couldn't uh-huh. survive outside of prison. Yeah. Could not survive. Yeah, he couldn't do it. Yeah. No, that's that's good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I was but, just yeah. That was my point you. is uh, so uh, I think that uh, the the ending the the last metaphor what the last uh, thing to say about the movie was that. Um, no, uh, no adult in the movie um, made it out of the prison uh, because of you know because they had to become monsters in order to survive. But uh, but in order for society to, to survive, a part of the 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 innocence or the the childlike nature 
or uh you know i don't know has to go because has to make it out because it was is poignant because throughout the whole movie quinn there's like there's a you it's a gust of wind that blows past the 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 platforms you know the the uh, center hole right and you don't really know what it is you uh-huh. just know that because the guy says hey i wouldn't stand that close and then next thing you know the wind blows past and you don't know what it was at first for me i didn't know what it was i didn't realize it's a platform uh, shoot uh going up to the top again until like at the very end when the girl is on the platform and she's yeah. shooting up there that's the, oh, that's what that was. It's the platform going back up to the top to be cleared and reset. And so I think that um, yeah. only only w- did it yeah, travel up, up really did it quickly. travel back up quickly? Oh, okay, that's what okay, gotcha. Yeah, so remember the in the movie there's like moments where the air would just shoot past the thing, you don't know what that was. I thought it was to keep people from looking down off in there or whatever. I didn't know what it was. Um, but it's what it is, is that, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we didn't talk about this either. You can't keep none of the food without, if you keep some of the food, they will uh, either make it really hot or make it really oh, cold. Yeah. 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 Or really cold. Yeah. So you couldn't save that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was, I just thought that was pretty cruel. And uh, I mean, they they wanted to make sure they they kept you under mm-hmm. a certain set of rules, and all of you. And you, you know, never see the, uh, and you uh-huh. never see like but say yeah, the no, warden I... or whoever is the powers that be, because I don't even think the people at the restaurant is really the powers that be. No, I, I just think that, um, but you never see them. Yeah. So it is this. It, it is the society. Society is what is the corrupt warden. In this whole scenario, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Now you never, you yeah, you don't see the warden. You don't see who's in charge. You don't see who, you know, is really the. You don't even see who the person is who okay's the food to push mm-hmm. the button to send it down. Um, so yeah, that those are some mysteries. Um, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, you really don't know what's going to happen when the when the girl goes up to the top floor, of course, um, if I took it for face value and not do the metaphor thing, I'm thinking um, if they had survived and they brought the girl back up, then they all would have been freed because it would mean that they have been mm. rehabilitated. Maybe um, that, that they see that, the, you know, it's about, it's not about them and their degree that he wants to get, without going through the work. It's not about somebody wanting to, you know, get whatever they thought they would get. It's, it's really about, are you willing to sacrifice all of, you know, your, your selfish desires and your self pres- mm-hmm. um, uh, preservation for someone else and for a child, you know, would you, would you do that? Would you save the next generation? Would you sacrifice yourself for oh, some, man. you know, defenseless person? And, and, you know, and so maybe if they had gone back up with the child, they would have been, you know, cured or healed or stamped as, um, you know, free and ready and cleared and, mm. 
and here's whatever you want. Here's what, you know, but more than likely because you've gone through that, through that, and you really do see the truth now, you may not even want what you thought you wanted. Um, you know, he might, not, might not be worth it. Degree <laughs> well, afterwards. It might not be worth it. It might not be you know important what? And, to uh, and I want to mention this real quick. Uh, this uh, this movie has a lot of not only uh, you know, uh, oh Greek allegory and th- it has also biblical allegory as well. Uh, with uh, with also yes. him being mm-hmm. the Messiah, uh, Goring being a Messiah type of character in this, uh, and then also um, yeah, uh, you know because. They literally eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, you know, at, at one point, uh, like, like, you know, or somebody yeah. goes to eat of his flesh and drink of his blood. And uh, somebody actually quotes it, that scripture as well, eat of my blood, flesh and drink of my blood. You know, I think Trimagasi does that. Uh, and and, um, yeah, and then also does. there's yeah. um, mm-hmm. looking at the with uh, Gorik and this child. That this child, uh, Gorik, is like Moses, as in that Moses doesn't actually get to enter the promised land. Moses does not get to, Moses does not get to enter the promised land. Moses okay. uh, is, is able to point the children of Israel to the promised land and watch them go into the promised land, but he himself was not able to go, and so uh, because he has because he sinned against God, he sinned against God by. Uh, uh, not trusting in him, but rather getting angry and striking the rock when God said, just speak to the rock and water will flow out. And uh, and he spoke to it and it didn't happen soon enough for him. So he struck it and the water flowed when he spoke to it and struck it. And so God punished him by saying, listen, because you did that, you do not get to go into the promised land. But he got to sit on the mountaintop and watch as the children got to go into the promised land, you know, but he couldn't go. He got to see it, but he didn't get to go into it. And so um, this is kind of like Gory. Gory, because of his sins, wasn't able to, even though he was the best redeemable character we had in there, but because of his sins and what he's had to do to survive, he, uh, he doesn't get to go to the promised land, but he got to make it a way for the child to go to the promised land and to go up on the platform. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely. But yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll um, mm-hmm. any, any last thoughts before we uh, give a little our uh, marks? Oh. Okay. Uh, well, just that those my top three metaphors. A good movie over. Oh no, we're gonna do that. You said next, but my top three metaphors that I took mainly from this movie that I I took many, but. Um, what was one, mm-hmm. we're all fighting for scraps. Um, and then two, uh, if, if this is the life you choose to find your happiness, it's going to be a very tough and disappointing life. You know, if you're, yeah, if you're choosing to fight for scraps and my dog is bigger than your dog and I'm up here and you're down low, if you choose to fall into that fight, um, it's going to be a very tough life, uh, more than likely. And, um, it's not going to really ultimately lead to happiness because people mm-hmm. on the top floor, they weren't even happy really. Um, and then the third one was, like I said, we already touched on that 
is that we're all living in the prison until we completely free ourselves with, with this, you know, um, oh, I'm sorry, we're all living on the prison or in the prison. And, and until we see all the levels of people in this prison, we can't really have compassion for all humans. And once we do and we see it all, we can free ourselves completely if we keep the innocence of the child in us, uh, in us and uh, that compassion uh, of the child. But anyway, those and, are my uh, Also, uh, there was also in the prison, yeah. a people like on the lower levels, there was two men in a little kitty, <laughs> in a kitty pool, uh, something like that. It was like a little swim. But and they seemed like they were content oh, yeah, with being yeah. in that pool with one another <laughs> until like they threw the food in the pool. And then they became until... monstrous <laughs> again. Like, uh... Uh, yeah. that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. Where, where are we gonna? Right, give I'm it gonna our give this movie ratings. Uh, four point okay. five out of five. Uh, mm-hmm. I really. Uh, well, I'm gonna go ahead and give it five. Uh, uh, because because of the. Oh wow! It's, it's something wow. I would I wouldn't watch again unless I'm showing someone in in order because it's a hard movie to watch. Um, but um. It, but I give it yeah. that because in the movie, there's nothing really wrong with the movie, and it has a lot of allegory and thoughts that kind of make you think, and, and it sticks with you and make you think about it a little bit more and make you think about uh, being greedy. Like, why should I take an extra piece of uh, uh, bread? You know, uh, let somebody else have that, you know? And so so yeah. the movie so the movie accomplishes what it set <laughs> maybe to accomplish, which is to get you thinking a little bit more about uh, especially in today's time with this uh, Corona virus that uh, you can't. Yeah. I was going to say why, I was going to say why buy two. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why buy two pallets of it? But go ahead. When, uh, you know, like I'm sitting here <laughs> looking in my kitchen right now. Uh, I, I'm thankful that we have some waters in the refrigerator and we, from, from over the last few weeks, was able to get like a couple more things of water, but we didn't buy them all at once. We didn't like go in and, buy like a bunch of them at one point, like give me like five waters, you know? Um, but, uh, I able to do it, but, yeah. um, the, but I'm fortunate that I was able to get there and get some, but I realized also that there's some elderly folks that don't have the transportation really to get out, to go to grocery, grocery store and get stuff. And when they do get there, man, yeah. all the stuff is picked over just like this pallet uh, in this platform. Like the food in the platform, you know, it's picked over, yeah. stepped on, not really what you really want, but you will eat it because that's all this that there is. And and it's terrible, but it makes you want to think and be a little bit more generous to one another. So I give it five because of that. Okay. All right. And I, I realize I said it's toilet same tissue instead I know. of toilet paper or <laughs> yeah. tissue, but I think the same thing. <laughs> but anyway, um, I would I would give it a four out of five, and it, it's mainly the you know it's a good it's a good watch like you said one time through to get you thinking, um, you know I, I don't know right now what I would have done differently uh, to make the movie a five out of five, um, but I just think it's it's kind of hard to watch, and it's hard to recommend for like young people because it's kind of gruesome. Um, let me see. So, so, uh, but I, yeah, I wish I knew right now off the back, maybe, maybe some more, um, uh, 
I would say more more answers, maybe some more background stuff for some of the things that were in play to bring us more into the movie. But uh, I, I would just say a four, four to four point okay. two out of five, somewhere I, I, around I, I, there. I would um, say that one. Uh, five, my one criti- criticism of it is, which is reality too. So it's not really. I came. It's hard to be critical. Is uh is that I wish that the black man, uh, Baharat, was able to get his um, revenge on the people that pooped on him. <laughs> yeah, I wish it, but but they but that never happens. But also oh, in reality, yeah. in society, you know, blacks don't typically get their day in court. You know what I mean? Their their day of 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 uh, because true. you know yeah. you know it's like right. uh, it happened to you. Too bad for you, but you know. Uh, yeah. it, it's not as like dare right. I say if it was like if it was like more like if it was a white fella that got pooped on like that by a black man then it would totally have been something that would have to be rectified you know whereas you know vice versa it's not the same and I hate to say yeah. it but it's it's yeah. reality um, yeah that's the reality we're we're still we're we never received the forty acres and a mule that we were promised or any and and of course in politics now the reparations are a big topic and that still won't come for some time soon, so or anytime soon. So no, I, I agree. I think if it was reversed they would have maybe had some sort of reckoning that came about, but but for us no. And uh, we just, you know, kind of accept that. But uh, I could see that. That was that. Yeah, that's a good point. That it would have been nice to have him or those people up there suffer some some kind of way. But back to your point, which you, I, once again, you hit it perfectly, uh, Aaron. Is is that uh, in society sometimes mm-hmm. bad people get away with bad stuff? Um, it's not always those bad people will get theirs in the end. Um, unless you just think, well, they're going to always be in that prison or they're always suffering. Um, but yeah, they don't necessarily get the um, immediate reaction to their badness or their bad acts. It's, it's sort of, um, it just yeah. kind of goes like that. So that's reality. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was a good movie to review. Good movie to to, to talk about. So I appreciate the opportunity, the invite to come on your podcast to talk about it. It's been a while, like you said, uh, with all this virus mm-hmm. stuff, but we were able to get it done. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, uh, look I look forward, forward to, to the next one. If next I find one. something else that we can watch and uh, talk about, uh, it has to be interesting, <laughs> you know? So, uh, but yeah, this one, this one was able to uh, spin like <laughs> okay. this whole hour and almost an hour 30 minutes so uh but but it's it's a deep movie man it's a I lot know. to talk about um jeez uh but yeah i thank you for uh, joining me today on the uh mark Out movie podcast on the analyze this episode which is hosted by uh me and quentin so i'm thankful that we're able to do this again i look forward to mm-hmm. doing more of them in the future god willing we could do it in together yeah. one day <laughs> whenever everything clears up but in the meantime you know as long as everybody stay safe it's all the better so yeah all right well i thank you and uh yep. you have a good I rest agree. of your day and i thank you all for listening too 
Yes, uh, you do the same, my friend. And 